Be'ezes Hashem Yitzbarek. We'll continue what we are learning in the Holy Letters of Balatanya. Letter number 12. With the Shi'is and the Tzchus Rafur Shalema for Hinder Bastavarachal. What we are learning this Holy Letter number 12, which explains the act of compassion and the inner dimension of compassion, which as we explained yesterday, is the idea that a person shows up fully, attentively, qualitatively, obsessively, interactively, very deeply when he is giving the compassion, pushing himself. When we say attentive, it means that he pushes his whole, his whole entire system, his whole entire consciousness is obsessed with, is attending, is being narrowed down to. There's a way that a person is doing one thing, but he's doing it superficially. It's just an act. He's doing it, when we say an act, we mean it's just the back of it. It's just the superficial element. And when we say the avoider, the job, it's the service, we mean that there's a tremendous interactivity where the person is heavily invested, he's involved, he's obsessed with, he's fully absorbed by, there's being absorbed with compassion, means to fully, fully invest yourself in compassion, where automatically the quality of what you're giving is highly intuitive, highly connected. Because compassion at its core at its core means to connect very deeply, to eliminate boundaries between people. Boundaries in the sense that naturally my nature is by my body that I want to grow my body. I want to secure myself. I want to feel myself. But then when I push my limits, where I use my selfishness to know you, where I have my body which my body is my gvura, it's my container, it's my strength, it's my organs. 
My body wants to facilitate me. It wants to allow me to grow, allow me to be revealed in this world. And my body is separate from you. My body is my beginning of my separation. I'm only different than you based on my body. In my soul, we may be the same. But my body is what separates me and you. And as we explained yesterday, that the essence of compassion is to use my separateness, my selfishness, to know you, even with my selfishness. Which is the awesome question of Shalom Bias. Can there ever be peace in the home? Can there ever be peace between the Jewish people? Can we ever live in harmony and tranquility? And we, this is why we're going so deep into this. We must understand this with every fiber of our being. Because if we learn this peric superficially, then we have learned Torah in the Oifen of Maisa. We have done the act. We've understood it. We've understood it vicariously. We move on. But if we learn this in a way of avoider, a lot of work, deep work, going into this very deeply, spanning the thousands of pages of Hasidic philosophy that's been written on this. And then to go into the depth of all those pages to see the panoramic vision, and to see the details, and then to work through them. That's an avoider of the Torah. It's an avoider of the Torah. It's the avoider of the soul of compassion. To fully show up, Rahmana Liba Boy, the Torah wants your heart, it wants you fully invested. It wants the intention, it wants the intellect, it wants the emotional feeling, it wants the experience, and it wants all of them together. And this is a tremendous, tremendous idea to understand what does it mean, the inner service of compassion? And what does it mean that the act is the reward? If it's the act of the act, then you have made peace in the world. Rich man, poor man, husband, wife, Teacher, student, father, child, friends, people that you don't even know, part of the Jewish nation that you're kind to. It's a wonderful peace. But if there's an obsessive inter-inclusion, interactivity between you and the poor man, Well, when you look at the poor man, 
He's the only one you see. And you realize that you were made for him. Then your goal is for your mind to connect with his mind and your heart to connect with his heart. And for you to suffer with him, to feel a suffering, to use your selfishness that's only concerned with what you're going to have and to feel what he doesn't have. Not only to feel your emptiness, your body and your left side is feeling your emptiness. What you need, your left side is what you need, your right side is what you have. Your right side is what you give, your left side is what you get. And to use your left side, which wants to get, which wants to receive, which wants to hold, which wants to secure. And to use that as antennas. internalize what does this person need not what do I need to measure measurement comes from the left side what do I need in life what do I need to succeed what do I what can you give me my body always wants to contain and to understand that the core of compassion is not what my spouse is going to give me my obligation in life is to create compassion. That means it makes no difference if I am man or woman. My left side is meant to give, not to get. How can I give with my left side? To give with my left side means to listen. To listen to your emptiness, to listen to what you don't have. Not to listen to what I don't have, but to listen to what you don't have. Not to listen to what I need, but to listen to what you need. The core of all emptiness, the core of yearning, the core of this body, the core of this selfishness is only so I should be separate so I can know another. This awesome idea, when you make it real, it's radically transformational. Because over here lies the beauty of creation. Where I'm not an instinctive person. I'm not only my animal, but I have transcended. I have surrendered and harnessed. And went deep into my energy. And I've refined my body that it could be in tune with you and in sync with you. And when I change my frequency, when I allow myself to be a receptor with that type of frequency, Then the act is the reward. If I'm a radio and you put me on and I go to a certain channel, the activity of that radio, the activity will allow the frequency to come in. But in life, it's much more 
internal. In life, I have to open myself up. I have to refine my character to be able to receive this type of godly energy. When God says, I created the world for compassion, it means that the Jewish person, Knesset Yisrael, has to refine themselves to the point that Yishkenot Hashem, that the compassion of God can dwell within you. When God says, you have in your body, you have in your heart, the core of your heart is infinity. Right now your heart just wants to get. There's a limit how much you can get. But if you work your heart, if you do avoid this at tzedakah, if you're obsessive with compassion, you will remove the blockages which will allow an internal infinite energy. An internal infinite unimaginable energy to flow from your heart where you yourself will be shocked by it. Because in the beginning of creation, I have put koyach ha'atzmos. I have put the energy of essence, the energy of infinity, the indescribable, indefinable, quintessential energy of God. The koyach ha'eschatshos, the strength, the potential for radical newness, for undefinable, unimaginable, unpredictable, Never-ending creativity. I have put that deep inside your heart. Just like a woman has the ability to create a child, and she can't understand where that comes from. But if you allow yourself to be involved with obsessive compassion, you will refine your body until the antennas, till the intuition, till the body becomes a receptacle for the Shechina Shri for the for the essence of God, the infinity of God to dwell within you. And then your life becomes miraculous. For the most part, the most of life, most of people are too concerned with the pettiness of measure for measure. The pettiness of this gura life, which is cause and effect. To create a miracle and to believe that the miracle could be created from within. It's too important. It's too hard. Or a person doesn't make it his life's obsession. And that's why the Holy Balatanya says that if you push yourself at this, and you will experience it even for one moment, it will come a time when you'll experience it, and that will radically transform everything. This is the tremendous revolution of this parak, what he's saying. To understand the difference between soul and body. To understand the purpose of this world.
which is, I have a body, and my body is a copy of my soul. And my soul is a copy of God. So a copy of a copy is where there is confusion. And this is the tremendous secret and mystery that there is in creation. Hashem created Adam Arishan, and Adam was a Siamese twin. And Adam's soul was the form of God, so to speak. Adam's soul, which was like 10 energies. So Adam reflects God in the fact that there's 10 energies. So we have 10 godly energies, which is creating the world, which is God interacting with the world. Which is a very hard concept to understand, the secret of creation. Not just the secret why we were created. What is the secret of creation? The secret of creation is that there's an infinite God, an, a God that's indescribable, that narrows himself down to ten energies, where he says, Chachmas Hashem, Chesed of Hashem, Rachamim of Hashem. When we say the name Kael, we mean Chesed of Hashem. When we say the name Elikim, we mean Gvur of Hashem. When we say the name, say the name of Havaya, we mean Tferes of Hashem, Rachamim of Hashem. When we say Shakai, the name that's on all the mezuzahs, we mean the Midas Hayasoid of Hashem. When we say Tzvokois, Hashem Tzvokois, Elikim Tzvokois, we mean Netzach, we mean Hoid. Every name is according to his activity. So you have God who's infinite. There's no name. Eki Asha Eki. I am who I am. I have no name. But then I interact with creation. So I narrowed myself down to a name. So you have, so to speak, Telem of God. Telem means infinity of God. Can't even describe it. And then there's the way God comes down into Admos. He comes down into 10 energies. Interacts with the world. And now he creates Adam that way. Where Adam and Chava are one person and they contain body and soul. But he then he splits it up even further. Adam represents the soul of God in the sense that he is a copy of those ten energies. Not that he's a copy of the infinity of God. He's a copy of those ten energies. Adam will contain a chesed and a gvura. But Adam, legabe chava, a man, legabe woman, he's going to be the idea of kindness. You have a heart. The love is on the right side. The idea, whether you're a man or woman, the love idea is in the right side. The love is contained in your heart. But the only way your love will be real is through your heart. You need an actual heart for your love to be real. So there's the idea of love and then there's the container of love. 
So anywhere you go in life, there's the idea and there's the way it becomes real. Your body makes it real. Your body says, I want to feel the love. So the body has a tremendous sense of self because the body is the mirror of the soul. My body is the love that's in my heart, that's felt in my heart. And the love is the love that I'm giving you, which is the idea of love. And it's always a copy. If I'm a man, I'm a copy of God, so to speak. And if I'm a woman, I'm a copy of my husband, my man. Adam Arishan. But you're not a copy. You're making it real. A woman makes her husband real. So God created Adam Arishan even when Adam and Chava were one. And even when they're split. And he says, I need you. I want to dwell within you. You're going to make me real in this world. You're going to make me a new world. The six days of creation. The tremendous pregnancy. You're going to bring in a new. I provide the seed. I provide the birth of the world. But now you're going to interact soul and body until it's going to become a new creation. And each person does this on their own, in their own life. They have to bring God into their life because we are all Knesset Yisrael. We are all the women of God. We have to make it real. But deep inside our body, we hold the creativity, the birth of something new. The idea of compassion is to get in touch with the fact That as the woman of God, we are not God's copy. We are the element of the most, we are the form. And we are the reflection and the expression. And we are the ones who are going to make it real. We are the Malchus of Hashem. God wanted to be king. Who makes him king? We make him king. Husband gets married to a wife who brings the children, who makes that real who narrows him down, who frustrates him, who challenges him, who makes his love real. She gives him back whatever he gives her ten times. She gives him very differently the way he gives. He gives superficially, she gives him qualitatively. She gives him the quality he doesn't have. She brings out the quality in him. And then she has everything he has, plus what she has, which is the awesome responsibility of the Jewish people. To create compassion means that I am not a receiver from God. I am not a copy. I am not a glimpse. I am not a mirror image. But I will make your image real in me. Where me and you become inseparable. Where I'm allowing you to express yourself in me because I will express myself in you. Meaning to say a woman makes space. To make a child. And the child that she gives out is undescribable. We'll live on for 120 years. We'll take one moment of intimacy and make it real forever. Never ending and everlasting. And that is the secret of compassion. To realize the creativity that lies in your selfishness. 
The unity that lies in your separateness. It's your body that makes things real, not your soul. Your soul is the idea. Your body will make it real. God had an idea with this world. He narrowed himself down to 10 energies. But we are the body of that. We are the ones that he's going to dwell in. We're going to make that real. When we become godly, when we transcend our beastly natures, our selfish natures, the body for the sake of the body, what the Nachash wanted, the body for the sake of the body, what the, the, the sin of knowledge is to know myself for my sake of myself, but then to know myself so I can know you, so I can truly know you, so I can give you, so I can know God, so I can be selfish and then know God, to know my creativity, to know my internal value. What I give to God, when I pray, when I do a mitzvah, when I'm compassionate, how I make his truth real. His compassion is real. He wants to see that it's real within me. Then it's Titan Emes I gave truth to the Jewish nation. I gave compassion to the Jewish nation. You're beteva, you're rachamim. That's what he says in this parak. When I blew soul into you this morning, you have the epigenetics of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov in you. You're compassionate by nature. Even your activity is compassionate. So if you just wake up to that idea, whether you're a man or woman, it doesn't matter. Because you're both making up the woman of God. And the woman of God makes, makes God as the man real. She makes that new child. She has the feeling energy, the ability to feel every person, the interconnectedness. Where a woman's unity is much deeper than a man's unity. And that is the secret of creation. The feeling to feel you. Oh, Gvura means to suffer. Gvura means to limit, to protect yourself. Gvura means a body. But the body has a frequency in it that the soul doesn't have. The proof isn't the pudding. The proof is that the body of the couple is the woman. And she's going to make that child. So he has the idea. But with the idea, you'll never have a child. The unity of that child is made through the woman. The unity of the creativity and the unity of the harmony of the Jewish nation is all up to us. That is the secret of compassion. And God looks for people who are willing to obsess their lives over that. And then he makes it so magical that they become beacons of unity for the whole entire world. And those are the big tzaddikim or the simple people like me and you decide to obsess on compassion. And then we experience godly revelation. Because God waits for this. This is the whole purpose of the Torah. To unleash the creativity of the womb. The creativity of this unity. The creativity of compassion. Where myself is to know you. Just to do that simple deed. Myself is not for me. But it's to know you. To feel you. To internalize with you. To create that frequency of harmony. That's deep within the core of my body. To experience that is an indescribable feat. It's an indescribable reward. It's an indescribable cause and effect. And it's indescribable experience. When you become the vehicle where God's compassion is expressed through you. Where God's compassion becomes real through you. It's a creation. It's a child that's created that lives on forever. It's a never-ending and everlasting tranquil harmony. That you bring on for your family, you bring on for your, the person that you've become one with, the poor man, the child. When you've created a home where there's compassion, where husband and wife are inseparable, poor man and rich man are inseparable. 
But God and the Jewish people are inseparable. And the way you look at everybody is with magical eyes to see the spark in everyone. That everyone's giving you far more than you're giving them. To be in that space is to be in a space of full compassion. And compassion is the merging of opposites, which is the revelation of God, the revelation of affinity. That is a silent, never-ending, everlasting tranquility that will live on forever. And we will live with that energy in the future messianic era. But the idea is to make it real today.